Welcome to the Overflow Taps Craft Beer Experience. Hey everyone, welcome to episode three of the Overflow Taps Craft Beer Experience, uh, where we talk about anything craft beer with a heavy emphasis on tasting craft beer. Um, I'm here with uh, my good friend, fellow craft beer drinker and business partner, Adam Stacy. Guys, today we're going to talk and taste about a collaboration beer that we're very, very excited about. In some of our listeners' feedback, uh, it was recommended that we try and connect them to topics or beers that they can't necessarily read about on Untapped. Uh, and so this is one of those beers because you're not going to really be able to find it on Untapped or Beer Advocate or anything like that. Adam, you actually helped brew these beers that we're talking about today. Uh, when did you start homebrewing, and why did this become a passion of yours? Yeah, I started homebrewing. Um right around six years ago. And, you know, looking back, it's kind of hard to remember exactly what made me want to start. I just, I bought, I started out with a simple homebrew kit and bought like a recipe kit that was kind of a ready to go beer recipe and just fell in love with it off the first brew and just kept going. And so, yeah, it's evolved a lot. You know, it's one of those hobbies that you never stop learning every time you brew something something else happens so i think i just like the learning part of it and and trying to improve every single time it, it gets kind of addicting to try and improve that so yeah that's what what brought me into the beer world very very cool very very cool and i can say cool because i got some feedback that says okay to be myself on the podcast <laughs> it's like just be yourself say cool Let's see. So yeah, you've been heavily involved in this collaboration specifically for this beer. We're going to get that in a sec, but, um, but first tell us uh, what beers we're drinking today and kind of the story behind them. So this beer is one of my homebrew recipes. I originally brewed it, homebrewed it the first time with um, Josh Leibold, the other, one of the other co-founders here. And uh, we were really happy with how it turned out. We, you know, like I said, you're always learning. So we, we have a lot of beers that turn out not that great. Some that turned out pretty good. We, we really like this one. So yeah, we, we brewed it a couple times and Josh's sister, Jamie, actually asked us to brew a beer for her and David's wedding. So we brewed this one. We thought this would be a, a great one to get some feedback on from other people. The first beer we actually really like put out there for people to try and got a lot of great feedback on it. So yeah, so Snackback Brown became a thing from that. And uh, we're, we're happy with kind of where it's where it's come since. Uh, so Eric Jorgensen, the brewer uh, at North Fork, is, um, is a pretty unique character. How did you come to know him? I met Eric, um, I guess we, we both met Eric yeah. uh, when we were in the planning phase of, of Overflow. We, we got a lot of help from him and Brenna on setting up our draft system yep. and equipment like that. And so that's, that's how we originally came to meet. And then from there, I think it was just bumping into each other at breweries around town, you know, festivals like April Brews Day, you know, talking to them there. And I really got into sour beers for a while. And Eric, if you guys don't know, is, you know, doing some of the best sour beers around that you're gonna find. And so that's kind of how I really like got to, to know who Eric was and started going up to North Fork and trying to have as many of his sour beers as I could try. We ended up doing a, a little uh, sour festival kind of of sorts here in Linden last year, and Eric came down, so had some beers with him there, and had a, you know had a lot of fun that night, and got to got to know each other a lot better. Yeah, so then through through kind of building that relationship with Eric and talking to each other, having beers when we would run into each other, 
we got talking about doing a collaboration beer. And so that was, you know, something I was super excited about when, when he mentioned that that was a possibility. So we decided we were for sure going to do that. And then the question came, what were we going to brew? And Josh and I had talked and we thought it would be a lot of fun to actually scale up one of our homebrew recipes and serve it here in Overflow because that's, you know, not an opportunity that we had had before. So that's, that's kind of how we decided that we were going to do snack pack with North Fork. Very, very cool. I'm going to say something other than very, very cool here in a second. Yeah, so I, I, uh, it's interesting because I'm always, I'm fascinated when we sit here and talk about these things because I think people would assume, everyone would probably assume that we know so much about what each other is doing even within the business and it's not always the case. Like, I mean, I know about the collaboration, we've built the relationships, but I don't necessarily know all the little details. So it's fascinating for me to sit here and hear, it really is fascinating for me to sit here and hear some of that stuff where yeah, it's just really a lot, cool. Yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. On both ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I met Eric, you, you pretty much explained how we met Eric, but like for his character, something that really attracted me to kind of his character is, I think we saw a video last winter where he set up a jump, a ramp down off of his, like the roof of his house and he got on the snowboard on the roof and slid off the roof, jumped on off this like transfer or whatever and hit this freaking jump and almost hit a truck or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, sounds sounds like Eric. Yeah, so that's just like one of those cool things. And then you can, that personality I feel like is reflected in his beer. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Very much so. Very cool. Can you tell us a little bit about the brewery set up in North Fork? So for people who haven't been there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone who hasn't been to the North Fork, I would recommend make the trip out. It's definitely a, a fun experience. Um, and you, you know, you got 542 on the way up. It's a beautiful drive all the way there. And so, yeah, it's on the way up to Baker and it's this pretty small brewery. They, you know, pizzeria, they got all the beer shrine stuff. They're doing weddings, you know, the wedding <laughs> chapel. It's, it's a, it's a unique place. It's really cool. And the, the brewery itself, the brew system, it has so much history behind it. I believe the, the mash tun is the original mash tun from Pike Brewing in Seattle that Dick Cantwell started on, who, for those of you who don't know him, he's, you know, now yes. gone on to do, you know, many things in the craft beer world and helped kind of really start the craft beer movement. And there's, you know, if you start talking to Eric about it, he'll go on and on about all the, the people that have brewed there and the history and both before and after, since it's come to North Fork. And North Fork's kind of, the way, the way that I've kind of looked at it from hearing Eric's stories is it's kind of like this mecca that people in the beer world will come from all over the country <laughs> to go to North Fork to kind of like pay homage to what the history that Eric's created there and, and do collab beers. And it's, it's crazy what's gone on up there. I love going up there and talking with Eric about it. Cause there's just every single time he's got new stories about, about stuff that's gone on. So that's it's nice. a, it's a really cool place. Yeah. I, I like that brewery. It's, I remember when I first walked in, I've seen some pictures. I mean, I've been in there a few times, but I've never actually brewed on the equipment there like you guys have. And so some of the photos that I've seen with you and Josh brewing in there, it just seems like almost like an, an ancient cave you walk into or something <laughs> yeah. like that. A lot of the equipment is um, stuff that Sandy, the founder and Eric have kind of, you know, rigged up and, and it's not, you know, anything just ordered straight out of a catalog. You can tell there's a lot of like, you know, labor of love put into building that system and Eric's got that thing dialed. So it's, it's pretty cool to see. So if you want to start maybe a small brew house on a budget, go visit North Fork. <laughs> yeah, you better know what you're talking about, though. <laughs> <laughs> They'll kick you out. <laughs> well, no, just to, to be able to build something like that, you've got to really know what you're doing. <laughs> Let's move into the ingredients of, of these two beers. 
What makes these beers so unique in their ingredients? Yeah, so these beers in front of us right now are a little bit different. So the, the first time we brewed Snack Pack up at North Fork, it was just the original Snack Pack brown ale recipe that we had. And um, when, when I actually told Eric that's what we wanted to brew, he kind of was a little bit skeptical because brown ales aren't necessarily the most sexy style or the yeah. most popular, you know? So, but I told him like, I found, you know, a lot of times when, when people are doing these collaborations, they're just trying to do these really off the wall, weird things that are really fun for like attracting someone to come in and try it. But it's not necessarily a beer you're gonna wanna sit down and have two mm -hmm. or three pints of. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to brew something that, to take a stab at just brewing a good beer and nothing off crazy. the wall or crazy weird about it. So yeah, so we decided to brew it. And I remember cause our recipe, it's it's hoppier than most, you know, stand, you know, traditional brown you're gonna find. Mm -hmm. And so Eric was kind of, you know, worried that what we were trying to do was gonna make this beer too hoppy or too, you know, not fit the style right. But I convinced him that <laughs> we were gonna do it that way and we did. And uh, and so I remember, I still remember, you know, like a couple weeks after we brewed it, getting a text from Eric, like, this beer is so good. You know, <laughs> like so he was like not expecting it, you know, not high standards or high hopes for this beer. And then just like freaking out, like, oh my God, this beer is so good. Like, it I can't wait good. for you to try it. So um, yeah, so I was super excited. We got it, we put it on in our linden shop. It was just linden at that time. And Eric put it on up at North Fork and we it sold really fast at both places. So. Then, uh, you know, fast forward a month or two and it, we're coming into winter and Eric needed another like winter beer. He does a great scotch, but I think he was in between scotch or something like that. And he was looking for a dark beer. So he, he texts me, he's like, dude, I'm going to brew snack pack again because it did so well last time. So we did it a second time. And then from there we got taught, we at this point, Barkley was open. So we had some on at Barkley, Eric and I are sitting having a pint of it together in Barkley talking about, oh man, okay, we gotta do another beer because this one was so much fun. Um, what should we do? And so we're kind of thinking about it. And at that time I had, um, let me quick divert off yeah, topic yeah. for a second to tie back into this. So my brother-in-law has a coffee roaster and I've had plenty of, of beers that he's done with breweries. Um, he's down in California, so with, with breweries down there. And it's always been something that I thought would be really cool to do is like tie in, you know, his coffee into a beer somehow up here. And so <laughs> I kind of immediately shifted to that idea. And we were thinking like a dark beer, some winter beer, something like that. But then we decided like, you know, I thought, why not snack pack? Like we got this beer already. Let's, let's play with some fun variations on it. So, so we decided like, okay, let's do snack pack again and, and put a twist on it this time. Yeah. And with the, <clears throat> another idea we had was like, doing something with coconut. I'm a big fan of coconut, just in general. I hate not, not always in beer, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, you, you know, some you people, it. yeah, yeah, I think it is for sure. But we thought it'd be fun. Eric's never done a coconut beer. I had never done a coconut beer. So we thought like, you know, there's, there's a few coconut browns on the market that are great beers. So we're like, it's, you know, appropriate for the style. It should be, should be a fun experiment. So we decided, okay, we're going to do snack pack again and we're going to throw a couple variations on it. So yeah, these two. So one's coffee and one's coconut. Yeah. So these two are, are what came of that idea. So we brewed snack pack again, same snack pack that, you know, we've been brewing in the mm -hmm. past. And once, once it was partially done fermenting, we split the batch and added Augie's cold brew coffee to half of it. And we 
added some toasted coconut to the other half. <laughs> so we got, we got two versions of it, coffee snack pack and coconut snack pack. Which is rad. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know what's crazy to me is that the, uh, actually, and you know this very well, I actually don't like brown, that style of beer. I don't like browns. There's been a couple that we've had on at the tap house that I, that I really like. I think the first one I really liked in, um, we put on here in Linden originally. I think it was from um, Dogfish Head. Yeah. It was like some kind of brown they Indian had. Indian brown. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the first one I had where I'm like, okay. And that's the interesting thing about beer is that you taste beer. You may not like a certain style, but there's a style. There, all of a sudden, there's one you mm -hmm. like, and it introduces you to the style. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Yeah, you and I think the, the additional hops in this one kind mm -hmm. of helps play into that, maybe for you as yep. being an IPA fan and some of those people where it, it's going to be – a little bit on that borderline where you're gonna you're gonna have some people that like hoppier beers might like this because it does have some of that, yeah, but it's yeah. not overpowering. No. You know where I don't think it's a turn off to dark beer drinkers because it's not not overly hoppy. I agree. But we're gonna yeah, get we, into we, a, we, like. Go ahead. We kind of uh, I think Eric's calling it um, a Northwest hoppy brown. <laughs> Northwest so hoppy brown. We kind of created a new Northwest style. <laughs> oh, so. that'd be great. That'd be so rad. Yeah, we're gonna get into Roman taste here in a second, but this thing. Um, I, when I, as I had come back from, from being home or something like, I don't remember, it doesn't really matter, but I'd come back and it was on tap and I tried it. Yeah. It was here in Linden. So is it, um, is that the one that was here when I got back? Yeah. 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 We have the coffee one on and, coconuts coming up. And next. I usually don't like, uh, too many beers with coffee in them. And I, same with the coconut. And I tasted this one with the coffee, this brown. And I was like, oh, this is, this is really, really good. Um, so we'll get, we'll get, we'll expand into that, but, um, actually we can move into that now cause it's the next thing. So yeah, for me, like you can really easily pick up on the coffee, but it's not uh, the, on the aromas really stand out. I really yeah. get coffee. I really get coconut in the aroma. Yeah. And then when I, when I taste the coffee, I get a little bit of coffee in there, but again, it's, it's definitely not as prominent as the aroma. So with the coffee, we, uh, what we originally did was we, we, we made the cold brew coffee. We had it, we were going to pull some samples of the beer and slowly add in like different amounts of the coffee to kind of come up with a ratio that we liked. We're kind of but, adding it in slowly as you go. as soon as we started doing that, we like started drinking some of the cold brew and it's super concentrated at this point because we were trying to, you know, not dilute the beer down too much. We just kind of paused and looked at each other and we're like, this coffee's good. And we're like, let's just put it all in. <laughs> like, we don't even care. Let's just go all in. And so, um, yeah, it, it turned out a great amount. Um, and, and adding it later in the fermentation process kind of helped keep a lot of that aroma in there. So both of these beers, like, you get the coffee and the coconut on the nose yeah. very strongly yeah, up front. Awesome. And it's nice because it's there in the aroma, but it's it's subtle in the mm -hmm. flavor. It's not, not overpowering on, on either one of the two. So I tasted the coffee one. I haven't actually really dove into this coconut one yet. The coconut's a fun one because, so the process of doing coconut, we weren't sure how we were gonna do it. We, like I had mentioned, we neither of us had ever done coffee beer or coconut beer, sorry. And so we wanted to, you know, toast it. So we originally, like I got some funny pictures. I wish I could, put on a podcast but we got like eric in there we we got him spread out on the, like one of the pizza pans with a blowtorch and we're trying to like blowtorch this uh coconut Coffee or coconut yeah and it's just like ah uh, this is gonna take all day and not really work out e evenly like we want so what we ended up doing was firing up the pizza ovens oh, there at north it. fork so you know it brings in some of the the world famous north fork pizza into this. <laughs> we spread all this coconut out on a bunch of pizza pans and are just roasting it in the the ovens there and so 
we ended up putting a little bit of untoasted coconut in there and then the bulk of it was like a lightly toasted coconut and then we took a little bit and gave it an extra toast and, and put that in so there's kind of varying layers of coconut in this i think it turned out like a really nice balance i can definitely pick up on some of the toastiness but then on the flip side, like I was talking with Eric about it, and he he thinks he can really pick up on the the raw coconut. It kind of gives it a little more mm -hmm. greener flavor. But as it as it's um, kind of sad, I think it's so it's blending together and melting. Yeah, this this is again I I I like this beer, and I don't like a lot of beers with coconut. I get a little bit of almond joy in it. Like yeah, I, I was yeah. I was <laughs> that's funny that you said that. I was just thinking the same thing as I was drinking it. It's like we used uh so a snack pack as the, the beer the base beer has some chocolate malt in it so it does get some of those chocolate undertones and i think that blended with the actually with both but in this case the the coconut it yeah. goes really well together it does kind of give it a little bit of that dessert like chocolate yeah. coconut flavor almond joy flavor i dig it i dig it one thing that just came to mind on the business side of things is next time we do something with august coffee we should get some of their coffee in and sell it at the tap house <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, they're... Here's this coffee. Here's this beer. It's really good, but there's not, we sell some of this coffee here at the Tap House. Yeah, the coffee that we use in this is a, it was a great addition too because it's a light, lighter coffee than a lot of coffee roasters up here are doing, and it has a lot more like kind of fruity aromas to it. So it, I think it works really well with the, the hoppiness of the, the brown to kind of create a different coffee beer experience than most people are having where... You know, when most people think of coffee beers, they think of like a dark roasted malt stout where you got yeah. a lot of that dark kind yep. of bitter coffee Can't flavor. And <laughs> uh, yeah, and and this is not not really that direction at all. It's a lot more fruit forward, yeah. fun, light coffee and lighter lighter bodied beer. So it's it's it. cool. So do you know if uh, Eric has uh, does he do any bottling there at all? Because like does. with this kind of stuff, I would love to be able to bottle up and give it to some friends. Yeah, like we've so I can't promise anything as far as bottling. <laughs> That's out of my control. Like, <laughs> but we have so Eric's been all excited about this project that that we're doing. The snack pack packs yeah, is kind of what we're calling this. it. Let's hear about and so this. he's been talking with a few of his friends that are brewers and so we're we're bouncing around a few other ideas. We might pull a couple other breweries in on it. And we would like to create like a snack pack six pack <laughs> kind of like something you know yeah. where you got a little but i don't know if it'll ever end up Happening. bottling there's a good chance we're, we're planning to do more variations but i don't know if we'll bottle it we might end up just doing some sort of snack pack takeover event where we yeah. throw them all on and stuff like that so it'll be fun there'll be there'll be more snack pack coming very very neat so um so let's uh let's wrap this up by saying uh man this um kind of evaluating this beer obviously these are really good and it was really cool to do uh, be a part of a collaboration between uh, North Fork us and and in some cases kind of a tri lab with uh, with Augie's, mm -hmm. which is rad. And so yeah, both of these are on at the Tap House. You can't really get them anywhere else but here in North Fork, right? Yep. So yeah, I hope you guys learned a little bit about North Fork and these beers and 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 a little bit about Adam's brewing crazy brewing history <laughs> and like yeah. all this crazy scientist type stuff you guys are doing. So yeah, let's uh, let's raise our glass to uh, craft beer collaborations and clean water. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Adam and I own a social good tap house that donates 25 cents a pint 
to Charity Water, an organization that builds wells in developing countries for people in need of clean drinking water. Um, and so the podcast is just kind of our way to connect with people in, in other creative ways. And so if you, if you found some value in this at all, please do subscribe, uh, give us a rating, and write us a small review. Uh, thanks again. Cheers.